building a company from nothing is freaking hard. Us entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges and somehow keep a cool head through it all. This is The Art of Entrepreneurship, and I'm your host, Jackie Hermes. I grew my company, Excelity, from zero to seven figures with no partners and no funding. The Art of Entrepreneurship is a show where we cut through the BS and dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it won't be wasted. Now let's get to work. Happy Wednesday and welcome to this week's Startup Survival episode, which is going to cover the five things that I wish someone had told me before I started a company. There are really a lot of things that I have learned on the job as I started a company, but there's also a ton of misconceptions. So today I just want to cover these five things and dig into them a little bit with you. Let's get right to it. First and foremost, entrepreneurship is not as cool and it's not as sexy as you think it is. There are so many people online these days that are like, you should be building for yourself. And if you're working for a company, why aren't you building your own thing? And I fully support people building their own things. Like half of my team has a side hustle. But that said, entrepreneurship is not for everyone. Everyone is not cut out for it and they shouldn't be because of course we need employees within companies. And everything that you see online is a highlight reel. I know that entrepreneurs are starting to get a little more real, I guess, about what it's like to build a company, but there is not a lot of information out there that tells you how hard you're going to have to work and the incredible weight that you will personally carry as you build a company. I think I have lost enough sleep for a lifetime. I started tracking all of my, you know, like sleep and my body recovery and all of that stuff. I've talked to you about this before with my whoop. And I have accumulated so much stress over time that my resting heart rate is a lot higher than it should be. And there are just so many indicators of the accumulation of stress just from doing this for so many years. That's not something that people tell you about when you're like, oh, I want to be an entrepreneur and make tons of money. I've also worked many, many 12 plus hour days and 60, 70 hour weeks. And And it ebbs and flows, but I don't see any end in sight. And I'm almost nine years into building this company. So it doesn't get easier. If you are going to get started in entrepreneurship, I encourage you to just make sure that you're doing it for the right reasons, not because it looks cool, not because all the gurus are saying that you should. Make sure that you really want to do the hard work to earn the life that you can potentially have as an entrepreneur. Number two is that it's okay to ask for help. I have always personally been pretty terrible at asking for help, and it's definitely set me back as an entrepreneur. I think I probably wasted a total of maybe one or two years because I tried to figure everything out myself, and I wasn't looking for examples of how things could be done. Those that are comfortable asking for help can start and can build faster. Even if you are a solo founder like me, you definitely do not have to figure out everything on your own. You can build a network of people that you can lean on, mentors, coaches. There are books published on every topic. I swear you can Google just about anything and you can hear the ideas from people that have done it before you and processes that people have used to get there. 
it is absolutely okay to say that you don't know and you don't have to always have an answer. And it's okay to say that you're not okay. This is something that I'm still trying to pound into my own head. And I like look at my to-do list every single week and I'm like, what can I delegate? Because I still, for some reason, have this mentality that a lot of things need to be done on my own. The third thing I wish someone would have told me, and this message is everywhere, so you might know this by now, is that you need to hire carefully and you have to fire fast. And that is easier said than done, both of those things. When you want to hire or you need to hire, often it's an urgent need, especially in our company. And so we really want to speed up the process when sometimes we pay for it by making the wrong hire. And then when people say fire fast, it's like, yeah, that sounds great in theory, but I haven't found a lot of people that can actually do that practice for a few reasons. One, you have to take people down a discipline path that you have set up you know, legally. And two, You become friends with your employees. You like them. I am personally invested in the success of every single person in my company. Therefore, I don't want to fire them. I have made a lot of hiring mistakes and I've made a few firing mistakes. And I've also held on to a few employees longer than I should have. I remember when I first started hiring, it was very much based on gut feeling and it should have definitely been more process driven, more specific and more careful. My first hire ever, we had one coffee and I was like, cool, I like her. Let's hire her. And it didn't turn out horribly. Um, she went on to open her own local coffee shop and I'm super happy for her, but it really it wasn't a fit for either of us. And I think we could have figured that out if we had taken more time in the process. Just remember that filling a role fast with someone who ends up being the wrong person is even more painful than leaving it open in the first place. Number four is that you need a coach or mentor. And if you think you don't, you're wrong. We've touched on this already a little bit, but I think a lot of people don't immediately see the value of coaches and mentors, and I think every great player needs a coach. And this isn't something that I always believed. Coaches hold you accountable, and if you're like me, you need that accountability and someone that is kind of keeping you marching toward your goals. And then mentors will help guide you away from the mistakes that they've made, and they'll help you do things faster and smarter. With both of these resources, you can recover faster when you do make a mistake, and you will also likely make fewer mistakes. Last but not least, the fifth thing that I wish someone had told me before I became a CEO is that it gets easier, but it is never easy. I started my first company uh, 11, 12 years ago now, and I felt like I was always waiting for something to get easier. At the time, that was a vegan cookie company, and I was figuring out all of the licensing and permits that I needed, and I was like, it'll get easier. And then I was physically making the cookies, and I was like, okay, it'll get easier. And I was handing them out in grocery stores and at farmer's markets on the weekend, and I was like, this has to get easier. And it didn't get easier the entire time I ran the company. The things that you're doing at the time might get easier, but the challenges get bigger and even harder to overcome. While you're building too, your scale changes. That means your team gets bigger, your revenue and expenses get bigger, the wins get bigger. And like I just said, the challenges get bigger. Things that used to be terrifying to me five years ago are easy now, But now things that I would have thought nearly impossible five years ago are the challenges that lie in front of me. 
I truly believe that building a company is and always will be hard work and that you have to be ready for that if you decide to pursue a path of entrepreneurship. All right. In summary, the five things that I wish someone told me before I started a company. One, entrepreneurship is not as sexy as you think it is. Two, it's okay to ask for help. Three, hire carefully and fire fast. Four, you need a coach and or a mentor or both. And five, it gets easier, but it will never be easy. So if you're looking for that easy button, find a different path. That is it for Startup Survival today. If you got value out of this episode, share it on social media and tag me. Tell me which of these takeaways rang most true or which you hadn't thought about before. And I will see you on Friday for a Things People Say episode. Thank you. Thank you.